Hey everybody, welcome back to Murder Blows. This week, Sasha gives us a lesson on both very, very important things that I definitely was not taught in school again. I feel like this is a series, right? Is it a series at this point? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's super fascinating. She also talks about some pretty uh, woke people in that era. Um, and yeah, it's a great episode. Honestly, our fodder is top tier, so... Uh, you can uh, get a chuckle at that during this wild pandemic uh, right after you listen to this sweet, sweet intro music. But first, I'm Violet, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Cody and Spirit. I'm Maisie. I'm Sasha. And I already said the thing about the intro music, so drop that beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get something out of my system really fucking quick yeah, and then it, you guys please. wait are we recording turn off the podcast i can turn off the podcast easy. no 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 no. it's all no. good stuff yeah okay i just have to like nerd out for a second and i don't feel like any one of you are going to be excited about but maybe someone on the podcast is going to be like or that listens to the podcast and be like yeah bitch i am so fucking hype for suicide squad <laughs> i am as well i am as well Oh, yes, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, Margot Robbie is back in the black and red. Oh, already. Is, is there a trailer? Sorry. Uh, there's know. a teaser. And my boy, P. Davidson. Oh, no. Is freaking <laughs> in it with John Cena, Idris Elba. Where am I? There's a shark man in that movie. <laughs> You're quarantine. Hi, welcome to 2020, which is all just a fucking fever dream. I'm so confused. In any of those names you just said, I've never seen in one room. Yeah, no. And now they're, they're all the same person. All they're the room. The Pete Davidson is also John it's Cena. John- <laughs> and they're going to be playing, he's going to be playing two different characters. Oh, God. Um, yeah, Nathan look- Fillion. It's going to be dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is oprah in it like it just got so weird <laughs> there's like way more famous people in it too my hold brain on. is just fried hold on. hold on i gotta look it up i I'm like gonna... that <laughs> Maisie is not a comic book person and she's just like i gotta hear about this movie it's directed by the guy that did guardians of the galaxy it's gonna oh, be tight that's... wasn't he supposed to direct star wars <laughs> I don't know, but they What's really fucked up if they didn't. James Gunn. Mm, it doesn't work in my brain. Didn't do the firing thing. Synapses uh, did not. Yeah. Flula's in it. Who? Flula. Oh yeah, Flula Borg. And Viola Davis. Oh my. Oh well, yeah. Of course, she was in the first one. Yeah, the first one though was questionable. Sean Gunn is in it. Oh my god, from Gilmore Girls. And Sean Gunn plays a weasel. Yeah, it <laughs> just says Sean Gunn weasel. weasel. Like he is a, a literal, like, man-sized weasel. And Steve oh. Agee. Oh my I god. think he's man-sized. Yeah. Dude, everyone is going to be in that movie. It's so weird. You've got to see it. Well, I mean, I've got to see it too, but... <laughs> no, you have to see it. Just had some ramen. It's a good fucking day. 
That's a did good you, bad day. That's fine. Did you, did you eat the new ramen? Mm-hmm. What did you think? It's super good. It's super good, but I'm here to tell you, I would tell Otaku the same thing. Those herbs, while delicious, were caked on the inside of the roof of my mouth. Just oh, like, no. yeah. Did you I, mix it? Huh? Did you mix it? Oh, yeah, really well. Like, my pasta huh. was full on green. And there were so Ew. many, yeah, that I felt like, I mean, it was still good. I was into it. But uh, <laughs> it was, like, so much that I felt like I was doing the cinnamon challenge, but with whatever herbs those were. That's so weird. I did not have that problem. I wonder, I don't know. We went, like, there and ate because I'm a horrible person, but we wear a mask. Everything's kosher. Do you I know like that thing where you people. had to on covering your nose and your chin and every time you'd open your mouth a hole would show up no but that's hilarious (laughs) i would do that (laughs) looks like pac-man ass yeah exactly (laughs) i think that's acceptable (laughs) terrified i would would do that that sounds great man i feel like (laughs) i don't know never mind (laughs) do it i don't know what i no, because i i want to be more well educate i you know Maisie, i've really been working on not just speaking everything on my mind <laughs> i'm like no do it yeah right I know. <laughs> that's why that's why we work so well together i work <laughs> with some cool ass people don't get me wrong i i mean i enjoy the people i work with but sometimes i will say shit and i will look around and <laughs> no one even acknowledged it it was like it was so bad that they just didn't want to act like it was real <laughs> I made a joke today. (laughs) Someone was like, can you please put the bacon sausage wrap in two bags? The grease stings worse than anything. And I I Stings or stains? Stings. Like, ah. And, uh. What sandwich is she ordering? Uh-huh. I mean, it's, you told me, but I just like I don't yeah. understand. It's a wrap, and it is greasy because it has bacon and sausage and like cream cheese, whipped eggs. They're great, yes, by the way. Love this. Yeah, great. But I guess like grease comes out at the bottom and it burns her hand, so she puts it in two bags instead of one. I don't know, but I was like, wow, this almost stings as bad as the abandonment from my father, and no one. Fucking laughed like at all. <laughs> I bet they great. just didn't say anything. They all like turned abruptly away from me, and I was like, "Oh, this is one of those moments that this. my therapist tells me about." <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, they can just get over it. They're She's... not. They're not affected. Yeah, she said I have to turn off stand-up Violet, which is where mm. I feel a perpetual need oh. to make everyone feel like they are at my stand-up special <laughs> yeah that's like when kathleen was like why don't we not use humor as but a that's my favorite and you just tell part. me how you feel and i'm like that's not nice don't that's do that. yeah but i don't tell you how i feel because <laughs> you're a pisces no i'm just kidding <laughs> hilarious oh shit <laughs> what's a pisces i don't know cares the pisces who Jeremiah. oh really what does that mean? What do they march. do? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's you two, say it's marriage? March. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were like, 
marriage. <laughs> I was like, it does marriage. Pisces does marriage. <laughs> no, Pisces are Pisces are two fish, so it's kind of like the there's a duality to them, right? But they're still a fucking water sign, so they're like that didn't hurt my feelings, but then they cry. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pisces, um, you wild. Pisces be wild. Kitty is also a Pisces. Lots of feelings that they don't know where to put, but they admit they have them on like Aquarius. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) That's so nice. That's so nice for them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I've been wanting to tell you, I think it's funny because everyone is always shocked at Sasha's star sign. Like every person that asks her, they're like, "Oh, are you this?" And she's like, "No, I'm an Aries." And they're like, "What the fuck?" Um, and I think Sasha is very Aries at times, but everyone at my store that's like into it, like this uh, really nice lady I work with named Dana. Dana, if you're listening, hey. Um, <laughs> some of my some of my coworkers said there's like these two girls on night shift, and they said they started listening to my podcast, and then I'm yeah. And I was like, oh, God, okay, this is a thing. Not my oh. podcast, it's just, you know. Yeah, you're cool. It can be your podcast. Yeah, it's it's, your it's, it's... <laughs> Murder Blows was conceived when I watched people interviewing OJ. Um... <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, yeah, she was like, you're, a, you're an Aries, Violet. I don't even have to ask you. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not. <laughs> no, not. but everyone everyone thinks i'm an aries that i've ever mm. anyone because you're so taurus yeah so I, taurus yeah i am i'm a taurus yeah really <laughs> i said yeah really? what i don't know i just think of aries i always think of julian salamita which makes me think of my friend jordan and i <laughs> guess he was an aries because he came into my kitchen and opened the cabinet and didn't close it and then went around and did it to other things and i was like are you an aries and his wife said yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> so, is that wild i think memes have really proved more validation from star signs than anything else like yeah, so i've learned true. so much about myself <laughs> <laughs> literally i don't even read my star sign i just read what meme i'm tagged in Who's or not tagged star? in just but... give me the meme yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know what my rising moon is get out of here just tell me how tauruses are stubborn <laughs> like, like naps and store food yeah seriously i don't know how i'm not a hufflepuff on that same memo <laughs> That's fair. Same. My favorite thing about Taurus is uh, it's the sad cat crying meme. <laughs> and it says Taurus on the way to plans that they agreed to but really don't want to get yes! to now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's violent. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Cody's the same way, though. <laughs> oh, that's so my life. Like, yeah. I, I feel like up a meme to share with you guys, and it's too, it's too hurtful. I'm putting it back. No, do it's it. I want to know. I want to know. It's hurtful. Hurtful. Um, <laughs> hurtful. It, she hurts. You've been in the South too long, girl. It's hurtful. And Aries will never admit when they're wrong, not because of their ego, but because the struggle with vulnerability and how uncomfortable they feel by displaying their more sensitive side. Drag her. No. Would much rather let people think the word the worst of them than to ever care about redeeming themselves. And I was like, 
That's so funny. Isn't it wild, Sasha, that I feel like... Here's another obscure reference not everyone will get. I feel like your first two seasons, Zuko, and then I'm last season, Zuko. Like, where yeah. he's, like, trying not to be shitty. Not that he is shitty. Hold on. <laughs> but no, I he was not shitty, shitty he was in the first favorite. season. <laughs> but he was, like, dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> he was very loyal, and I appreciate that. I liked him from the start. I am Mizuko Stan the whole way through. One day I will have a redemption arc, which is not today. (laughs) I truly love that I never know what you guys are talking about. You should watch (laughs) it. It's good. I only know because my family recently started watching Avatar Mm. and Korra. And so, like, I'm like, I hear it all of the time now because, you know. My kid has to watch them over and over and over and over and over again. Every time um, you hear Sokka, do you think it's me? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Kind of. He's the, the, the humorous one. I watched oh. the one where he was uh, sword training. Oh, oh that's so precious. Cute. What a one to me, Sokka, on. Because he's yeah, annoying right. as fuck for the first two and a half seasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard. I heard. But he oh. changes. Not really. <laughs> but kind he of. He just becomes endearing instead. Yeah. <laughs> You're just attached. Yeah. It's like in Lord of the Rings. The with the Merry and Pippin. Yeah. They don't become less annoying. You're like, you're dumb as shit. What the fuck? But I like you. You silly. You. you silly little hobbits. <laughs> Sure, you like are the reason everything is shitty right now, but you guys are just little goofballs, you little rats. Must have a pint. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, okay. Now that we've nerded out about every literal thing other than murder, <laughs> um, I won't bring us crashing down. But uh, if you have the time, energy, or resources to help out with Jake Blake, please do so. Holy shit! Yeah, the mm-hmm. world fucking Definitely. sucks. And I hate it. Yeah. The world knows we're watching and they still kill people. I don't understand. He's like, one time I got in trouble for stealing a quarter. Like, I literally got caught. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I should not steal quarters for a minute. Uh, Well, he did survive. He's paralyzed. Not that that takes away from the 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 incident the trauma that his kids will like forever suffer of seeing that like how the fuck oh my god yeah sorry that's the part that breaks my heart and then other crash you in the car like oh i can't if i see that he should have followed instructions argument one more time (laughs) i'm gonna lose it because not following instructions isn't cause for death Throwing that out there. I know, right? If I hear George Floyd was on fentanyl one more time, I'm like, first of all, were you there? And second of all, that you still can't kill him. It's not allowed. You don't get to, your job is to serve and protect bitches. I'm sure also, one stun gun shot, if, if he was on fentanyl, would have taken care of the problem. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a problem. He was yeah, trying to pay for shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I just, I don't know, like, you are not, you're not the, you're not the law, first of all. You don't study the law. You are not the judge in the jury. It's not your decision to make. You can feel threatened 
thing I don't understand, and that's this is a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, is when they are in police training or any type of training and they teach you to use a gun, why do you have to shoot to kill? Why can't you just like shoot them in the leg? You know? Yeah. That's absolutely not what should have happened. No. In the first place. Not. But why but... like seven shots, my guy? In the back. Like what Dude. a like uh, the that, argument oh against shooting to kill is if you feel like your life is in danger, you should eliminate the threat. So shooting in the leg doesn't always eliminate the threat. That is Hello. the argument. So, it is wrong. Well, but still, even if you think about that, like maybe you don't pull out your gun first thing. You know what I mean? Like in situations that you like, how do you feel threatened for your life by a dude walking to his car? You know what I mean? Like, I like the. The argument is they thin. Too. Like, it's so crazy. Even if they do instigate it, though, like, do you know how many, like, crazy-ass white people... I saw a dude shoot a dude in a Chuck E. Cheese parking lot one time. Jesus. Because Chuck E. Cheese used to... Yeah, well, I wasn't... I didn't, like, see the shooting. I saw, like, the gun and the dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm not right? going to sit here and say, like, oh, every single person's friendly and we should just, you know, never have caution. <laughs> like, I'm, you know... But they oh, straight up like fox cutters and mace and everything. They, but yeah, but the cops didn't even like take down the suit or anything. They like just yelled at him until he put his gun down, yeah. and then they arrested him. That's so wild. Yeah, a white supremacist walked into the protests. Oh, I saw uh, that. Killed two guys <laughs> with an automatic weapon or uh. a semi-automatic weapon. Not here to argue semantics. Walked through a police line and went home. They arrested him peacefully at his house the next day. Someone please tell me what's happening. That happened yeah. right when all this started. That mm-hmm. kind of happened in Seattle. The guy shot. He drove through the protest in his car. And uh, uh, when a guy came. Girl. No, he didn't kill anyone. But when the guy came to his window to be oh. like, dude, what the fuck? You're driving through a protest. He shot him in the arm. And he got out of the car and ran. And as protesters are like, hey, get him, like, you know, get him, blah, blah, blah. He ran directly into the police line. Oh, yeah, that one. Sorry, there's so many, I can't keep them all straight. Yeah. Yeah. He turned a corner, and then they took a picture of the police officers at the same corner giving a thumbs up. (gasps) No. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he was ever arrested. And he's probably BFFs. Going out to lake days or some fucking stupid shit with these people. Do you want to know the craziest thing? <laughs> this is crazy. I was listening to the Vanish podcast, which I love, and this social worker was from Brazil, and she had like anxiety disorder, but she didn't take anything for it because she wanted to do everything all natural. And her coworkers noticed her anxiety getting worse around the 13th of March, when like the COVID was uh getting worse and she was really scared about it and she didn't have any like friends or family in town she had moved to kansas city missouri to like uh work as a social worker in a pediatric urgent care and so she only really knew her co-workers she didn't like driving on highways she was just really anxious and nervous about everything and um she took a few days off work And, of course, there was a lot of stress because this was just a pediatric urgent care, and it was, like, the 13th of March. Nobody was coming into the urgent care because everybody was just staying at home. 
and um, they were thinking about transferring her to like a main hospital emergency room to be a social worker there. And she didn't want that because she was really scared of COVID. So she goes, like takes a few days off work and on her day to return, she was a no call, no show. And her coworkers were like, she has never done this. There's something wrong. So they called her emergency contact, which was her brother. And he called and texted her and was like, Hey, if you don't answer me within 30 minutes, I'm going to call the police because you, you always answer me. So he ended up calling the police and they were like, um, we'll file a missing persons report. Well, they never filed the missing persons report. And then shop it all off. Um, they had actually arrested her and released her and told her brother that, um, you have to wait five days to talk to her on the phone. You can even talk to her next Tuesday or Wednesday. And he was like, why? And they were like, we can't tell you. Um, you just have to call back Tuesday or Wednesday. So he starts researching and he sees that like, if somebody has a metal break and is arrested, they'll usually like put them in care to like for five to seven days. And Tuesday or Wednesday was like five days away. So he was like, okay, she's probably like at the hospital and in care, getting treated for, you know, mental health. That's understandable. So he calls back and they were like, oh, we released her like 48 hours or 24 hours after, after we arrested her. And he was like, what? And they were like, yeah. And he's like, well, then she's missing. So like, of course, five, seven days later, they finally file a missing persons report. And they said that they arrested her because she was intoxicated and she had had a hit and run. Well, she wasn't intoxicated and she didn't have a hit and run. She accidentally drove up in this lady's yard while either suffering a psychosis, like, like anxiety attack or paranoid something or other. And she told the lady that she needed to go put her keys in the woods with her cell phone in her purse. And so whenever the cops pulled up, she came right out and was just like, yeah, I ran in, in her to her yard. And they were like, do you want to go to the hospital? And she was like, no, you can just take me to jail. And this woman is not in her right mind, by the way. So they take her to jail. They release her. They don't get her stuff from her. Even though she told the lady, like, I'm going to the woods to put my keys and my purse and my phone in the woods. They didn't go get her stuff. So they released her like 24 to 48 hours later with nothing, with nothing, with no keys, no purse, no cell phone, just the clothes on her back, just didn't have anybody to pick her up, disappeared, and she's gone. Like, how, how? How is that doing your job? How? I mean, and we've kind of seen that like throughout true crime. <laughs> like I feel like, yeah. and this isn't trying to say anything to like debase anyone, but like true crime, I, I don't like saying fans or anything, but true crime junkies, I feel like have known that the police have been always like manipulative and shitty. You know what I mean? Like let's look at, was it Bundy or Dahmer where like his like victim escaped and the cops literally handed him back to him. Dahmer. The Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. And that like detective just retired and got like a bunch of awards and shit like that. Yeah. Like, like that's my thing. It's it's not it's not news. I mean it's like, news. Usually but... they'll do interviews with police stations. Mm-hmm. They'll do interviews with like police stations all the time to get like the information on this missing 
person and how the public can help. And the police station that she contacted was like, there's really nothing to say. There's really nothing to give your fans. She's just missing. Like, and they were, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't go for an interview. Like they just wouldn't. Yeah. They were just like, we're not going to talk to you. And I'm like, are you freaking, you won't even like, obviously you obviously fucked up. If you can't even make a comment on her case, like you don't even care enough to be like, Hey, this person's missing. She was last seen in this area. If you see her, and then to make it worse, um, they found remains like really close, like I guess 300 yards from the police station. But they're having to wait like up to nine months to get them identified right now. Mm, why? When they were like, That's when they, I, suppo- yeah, yeah, exactly. Supposedly when the remains were found, there was only like one person working at the FBI for like COVID reasons, which is kind of like bullshit. And so they're having to wait like nine months to see if this person's her or not. Yeah, dude. TGI Fridays is open. Like, yeah, can't do police work because. Well, sorry. (laughs) I was like, I was like, bro. If TGI Fridays can be open, your business can be open where you don't deal with anything but like missing people. Like you literally are looking for people that don't exist right now. I was gonna say, what's your chance? You can examine remains from home. You know. Yeah. Well, they were they were found. <laughs> Go to TGI were, Fridays. They were deteriorated, <laughs> so they had to um, take them to like a lab and get DNA and yada yada yada. And the FBI had to handle it. All of this, you know, bullcrap. Which you know, if it would have been somebody white and famous, like it would have been back yesterday. Ayo, ayo. You know, that's the ticket. You know. All this stress has been giving me like hella acne, like hella oh, acne. Same. Like I've been googling cystic acne just to see if I have it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and, you have uh, the fungal acne because that's the one I might have. I think mine's from stress, and the only thing that can soothe my stress face is the banana face wash. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Did that just like devalue that, that really smooth good. transition? Because I just dropped a boom. <laughs> Allie, if you're listening, this is a sick promo. Anyways, no, seriously, we talk about them every week for a reason. Apparently, unless we talk about Biggie and Tupac, that's nothing personal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, their products are great. We're talking about Arcadian Grooming and Blank Slate Labs. Both sites are incredible. That's the only thing I struggle with is I have to like space out when I buy from what site. Know what I mean? money's tight we're in a pandemic but since you're in a pandemic and you wear masks all the time i'm sure your face gets humid and sweaty i know mine sure as shit does when i work doubles i wear them literally 14 hours a day so i know my face is fucked up but i always have the sweet arcadian grooming and blank slate labs to treat my face because girl they need it my face is needed uh you can also Wait. use what? How many faces do you have? That's a good question. Hmm. For another day. No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> you can use code murder blows all lowercase. Or uppercase. I think or, it works. Oh, One okay. word. One word. Murder blows because it indeed does. And you can get 15% off. And follow them on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know if they have a Facebook, but who the fuck uses they Facebook? Do. Oh, damn. 
Facebook. Damn. Republicans still use Facebook, but I won't talk about that. But you know who else is apparently people that need good skincare and hair care. Yes. Um, Allie did reach out to confirm that you can, in fact, use scruffy hands on your butt if that is something you want to do. That was something we mentioned as not necessarily a joke. I know. She t- <laughs> she told me that, and I was like, did we talk about that? We I did. don't know. What are you talking about? But apparently coffee grounds are a great treatment for cellulite. If you are concerned about that, what? get it. Um, she just said, keep it away from any holes. So oh. don't put it on your butthole. Or your vag hole or your pee-pee hole. You know. Or your ear hole. Don't put it in there. Yeah, it does It does say for external use only, so please take that quite literally. Keep it away from the holes. <laughs> also, if you can't read the labels, you're probably too young to listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. for sure. Turn it off right now. I'm calling your parents. You can't. <laughs> You can't partake in the sleepover. I'm sorry. Macy, how's your teeth? <laughs> They're gone. Them suckers are out. Peace. It sucked. Aww. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, I have, like, I have tattoos, and I have my, like, tragus pierced, and I thought the tragus piercing was kind of a weird sensation, but having teeth pulled as an adult and not being Ugh. totally under, but just being, like, numb, it's probably the weirdest Ugh. sensation ever. Um, and it makes you exhausted. Like, you just sleep for the rest of the day. Well, like, did you ever watch Halloween Town? Of course you did. What am I saying? Mm -hmm. You remember Mm -hmm. that one scene? Like, if I, like, got super close to the screen, like, she got all excited because it said Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) But there's that scene in Halloween Town where that, like, vampire is at the dentist, Mm -hmm. and then she's leaned all the way back, and he pulls out one of her fangs. Like, that's exactly what I felt like. I felt like that lady. Yeah. I don't know why. Don't yeah. know why my brain went there, but yeah, it was wild. Well, your I'm... teeth are like so long into your skull, and you don't think that oh. they are until they yank those motherfuckers out. And then, dude, she Jesus. pulled them out, and she was like, "How are you feeling?" And I was like, "Well, I don't feel nothing." And she was like, "All right, that's good." And I was like, "Can I see them?" And she was like, "Yeah." And as soon as they left, <laughs> yeah. I took a picture. Do you want to see them? Yeah. 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 I had them. You guys, are you sure? Yeah. I can't believe you didn't keep them. I want to keep my teeth. I so bad. wanted to ask. But they seemed way too nice. You know what I mean? Like this, like everyone in that building is so just like, hey, how are you? Like that? I was just like, I'll just take a picture and like call it good. Cause Sasha wants to keep her teeth. So in case like someone breaks into her house, they can find teeth and be like, she's a fucking murderer. <laughs> These are her trophies. <laughs> okay. okay. Here's the deal. You cannot judge me. Okay. And I will tell you why. Well, I wish I would learn how to send a picture message. Um, when I was in middle school, I had my wisdom teeth pulled while I had braces on. What? So my back molars, instead of growing straight down, since they didn't have the like wisdom teeth back there anymore, they just kind of fanned out. And so when I would brush, my brush could not get to the back of them, so they were literally just sitting there rotting. And that's that's my teeth. Those are so cool. <laughs> Look how big those roots are. Is that not wild? They're so much tinier than like I thought they were gonna. No, be. they're huge. That's the thing. Like that picture doesn't do them justice because they look like little octopuses. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> they. I mean, it was probably like 
know. I'm trying to find something in my hand that's that size, but crazy huge. Look at your little teeth. Like the size <laughs> of your thumbnail plus some. Um, wild. Like the size, of, like the first knuckle of your thumb, really. Yeah. What? Yeah, oh I'm telling you, they're so not that cool. They're not that wide, but they're big. But anyway. I saw. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the only time I've ever, or besides this moment right now, uh, <laughs> seeing like a tooth like pulled from like root to end or whatever was in Jackass 3D when they pulled Aaron's tooth out with a Lamborghini. Oh. <sighs> Honestly, do it. that might have been better. I wish maybe I should have done that. You should have called someone. Because <laughs> like, it was like, it was such so weird like seeing her like, Literally yanking back and forth and back and forth and like uh, I can. Are you strapped in? Like how is? I don't know. I was just like bracing. They had uh, a TV on the ceiling, so I was just like watching. The did office. you watch Jungle? Oh, the office. <laughs> they had it queued up at the office. It was so funny because I was trying not to laugh while they were in my mouth. But it, was the- <laughs> <laughs> it was the episode. What a funny. It wasn't game. Scott Scotts, but it was in one of the earlier seasons when um, Michael brings like kids into the office and is like trying to show them oh, what yeah. they do with the paper company and he's like i'm trying to be more relatable for the kids so i made a screen name and it's kid lover like 24 or whatever oh, and yeah. he was like yeah that's good and i was like and I'm like, oh man they're in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no. Uh, no yeah so that was fun um do it if you have to but not if you don't have to also if you just want to be on a fun a fun movie where they rip out your teeth with a Lamborghini. Do that. That sounds yeah. way better. Sasha, does your case have anything to do with Lamborghinis or teeth? That would no. be so crazy. <laughs> Not even teeth. Do the people have teeth in the story? Or are you going like to have teeth? Sorry, I was going to make a bad joke. I'm deciding against it. I had a, a segue earlier, but if it didn't feel like the right time. Um... help me with words <laughs> um but it was something about like you you don't need to be the judge jury and executioner this is why people are protesting oh yeah because today i will be telling you the true story of the black panthers <gasps> as a bonus i will be telling you about why the black panther uh marvel s- series is so fun as well um, i love you so much yay Whee! all right i grew up in the 90s the 90s baby um was not really aware of social issues until the mid to well early 2000s because like i grew up where there weren't black people but the only thing i ever knew about the black panthers was like the 15 minutes they spend on them in school where malcolm x is assassinated and they're like then the black panthers came and they were like shooting people and i was like that seems like a wild thing to have happened that's bad well, that's not actually what happened. Let me start at the beginning of two people and uh, kind of explain how we got here. And we'll tell you about the Black Panthers. Um, so Huey Percy Newton was born. Can you guys hear my cat screaming? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a panther. <laughs> oh, I love cats, but they're getting to be a lot. Anyway, Huey Percy Newton was born February 17th, 1942, which is wild. Um, he was born in Louisiana, but he moved to California as a toddler. He just, like, picked up his toys and, like, walked across the country. 
um, joking. His family moved there. I and... got a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> Thank Just you. Just a stick in a handkerchief. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the pop-up toy. Yeah. That, like sings a song. And like maybe two crackers. I don't know. But um, after he moved to California with his family, like normal people move in cars. Um, he had a really hard time in California. He did end up graduating high school in 1959. But when he graduated, he was essentially illiterate. <laughs> he did not know how to read. Uh, so that's crazy. That's His on older, the public school system. It is on the public school system. It's Well, I mean, it's on the government that won't fund the public school system. Sure. Because people understand... People understand to fund the teachers when <laughs> that's how that's said. But they don't understand to fund the police. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so he's illiterate, but his older brother had recently graduated with his master's degree, and he was like, I should probably make something of myself, and teaches himself to read. He ends up attending Merritt College, um, but he gets into some trouble with the knife assault, ends up spending a couple months in jail, and then, uh, attends the San Francisco School of Law, and, uh you know, progresses with his life. While at Merritt, he meets a man named Bobby Seal. Bobby Seal was born October 22nd, 1936. It's wild. These years seem so recent. Um, but he was born in Texas. He had an abusive father. That really fucking sucks. And they took, like, all their problems with them to Berkeley. Um, Berkeley, California. He attended Berkeley High School and ended up getting really involved and interested in politics, which is something I have never done, but I admire people who get it. He joins the Air Force in 1955, but is discharged in 1959 because he fights with a superior officer. Not great. He then goes to Merritt College? I might have my facts wrong here, but he hears Martin Luther King Jr. speak. He... Joins the Air Force, leaves the Air Force. He ends up with a really great job making air parts, like like an aerospace job. But he hears Martin Luther King Jr. speak, quits his job, uh, and starts attending protests where he meets Huey P. Newton. They meet before that, before they officially get together as a team. They meet before that in 1961 um, at Pioneer Day where they're celebrating uh the advent the the creation of america but they conveniently leave out like all kinds of black history including the fact that um black americans settled most of the west uh so they decide to form the negro history fact check um and then they attend before the hear me out quiz job starts attending protests meets huey p newton Pioneer Day, real fucking pissed about all of this. Ironically, they're attending the protest of um, the Kennedy administration blocking access to Cuba. That's that's what they're protesting. The 60s are wild. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So then they've met. They formed the Negro History Fact Group, um, and that was mostly their way of trying to get black history taught, and they even asked the school to teach black history. It did not work out quite as much as they wanted it to this eventually evolves into the black panthers uh during the assassination of malcolm x and after the san francisco police killed an unarmed teenager named matthew johnson in 1966 
that's something you never learn about. No, never. There's a whole nother murder involved. Um, they call themselves the Black Panther Party for self-defense, and they primarily monitored police activity in black communities. So if the police rolled up to your house, the Black Panthers would be around to monitor what the fuck was happening. Seems fucking reasonable to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hold people accountable. Um, their secondary motive was to elect, elect more black politicians because out of the 500,000... Public service jobs, only 52 were held by black Americans. That's a little wild. Is that, like, everywhere? Like, nationwide? I think nationwide, yes. Yeah, that's 500,000. a crazy number. Yeah. Jeez. Um, that's a lot of jobs to have point, what is that, point one percent? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're the, you're the math whiz. I think it is. <laughs> it's point one. It's definitely not 10%, so it's got to be like 0.1 or 1%. It's 1%. My brain just calculated. I was I like, know. Julia Roberts? That's not Julia Roberts. Who is that, Sandra Bullock. No. Wait, I, what? No. Oh, my God. She's talking about the meme of the lady with the math statistics around her, and she just oh. like, Julia Roberts or Sandra Bullock, and neither one of those is correct. And yeah. offended, but I don't know who it is. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's Julia Roberts. It's not, it's not Julia, Julia Roberts. <laughs> Math. You're having a Justin Solomita or no, Julian Solomita. Lady oh, is not Julia Roberts. Okay, but it looks like her. <laughs> kind of. It's Brazilian actress Renata Seurat. Yeah, get, get it right next time, Sasha. Jeez, I'm not wrong. Seurat. Seurat. Oh, I just scrolled too fast and got to horoscopes. So it's oh, exciting. They was it was listening. It was. That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Um, okay, so the math happened. Great. They begin implementing social programs, which I think is super cool, and something that is never talked about. Um the programs are rooted and their philosophies are rooted in Marxism. I had to Google this. So if you don't know what Marxism is, it is a um, socioeconomical way of looking at the factors of like development through history. So it it's looks not at, as like, awful as the right makes it sound. No, and it's just saying it did evolve into social democracy, like socialist democracy. So democratic socialism—that's the word. That's the organization of the words that I wanted. Um, sweet. And they develop a 10-point program based on Marxist ideas. So the 10-point program, now call me out if any of this sounds like insane. Uh, so freedom to decide their destiny, full yep. employment of uh, black people, and capitalist-caused inequalities, housing for everyone. Anarchy. I know, right? Education that accurately reflects black history. Uh, black men to be exempt from military service. Ridiculous. I know, right? <laughs> um, and the end of police brutality. I don't know. That one got me. That seems wild. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, wait, um, the, I, they said black prisoners should be freed. Um, they, people should be tried by a jury of their own peers. And <gasps> what? I know. Wild. <laughs> Uh, land, bread, housing, education, clothing, clothing, justice, and freedom are the, is number 10. 
My the only God. one I didn't get was black men to be exempt from military service. And the reason why is because they said that they don't need to serve a government that doesn't serve them. And I was like, oh, snap. Mm. Yeah. Got it. That and, like, their ancestors already did their part. Ooh. That's true. Like, they're already they're already suffering the trauma of their ancestors. Not so, to mention, like, military is a, <laughs> is a machine that just eats poor people. Exactly. Yep. Literally. For turns them into killers. I don't know why yeah. I sing that. I guess I sing that when I'm nervous. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, the other thing I didn't get was like right away, but it starts to make sense, right? Is freeing black prisoners. That's because they were not tried by, they didn't have a fair trial if they did, weren't tried by a jury of their own peers. So, mm -hmm. If they uh, even had a trial, they're probably just sitting there with like $200 worth of bond that they can't afford and their trial's been pushed back 10 years. Woof. Because they stole a backpack. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another really Precisely. cool focus uh, that the Black Panthers had was uh, Black Pride, which I think is super cool because a lot of people aren't proud of their heritage when they come from these origins because, frankly, it hasn't served them. But that's not their fault. It hasn't served them. Right. So, um, Amen, they worked sister. I mean, I'm not the one that's preaching here. <laughs> Everyone else <laughs> has been preaching, and I'm just trying to echo and amplify at this point because I can't understand why... Jeremiah said it best today. It. Yeah, Jeremiah said it best today, and he's like, "Can you imagine the fact that the world is the smartest now than it has ever been, and Ugh. people still think this way?" Gross. Woof. Okay. Well, I don't know if the world's the smartest it's ever been. I think technology is the smartest it's ever been, but people are dumber than they've ever been. It's wild. Um, some of the cool programs that they implemented to help support their fellow men. Uh, free breakfast for children. It's tight. There is a direct correlation between hunger and education. If you are not fed, you can't learn. That is a mm -hmm. thing. I am not religious, but the only time I've ever donated to a religious organization, it was one that said, um, we feed them first, and if they want to listen, they can. And I was like, tight. Um, so that was, yeah. Anyway. They were big into distributing clothing. Um, they taught classes on economics and politics, which I think is wild because yeah. that's something it's hard. To, it's really hard to understand economics. And then it, it just like it does affect your life. So you kind of need to know. Same thing with politics. Like I just learned that there's a whole nother Congress underneath the Congress. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Wild. Voting's wild. Yeah. So you vote for a congressperson for your district and for your state. Yeah. There's Didn't a state one that. and a federal one. Oh, oh, yeah. I am. It's just super confusing because they just cluster all the signs together, and you're like, "Wait a minute! I thought we already had that." And it's like, "No, there's right. two of them." Yeah. Hi, one I'm for, thirty. One that makes laws for your state, and one that makes laws for your country. Well, and and your neighborhood, <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, and your neighborhood, and your city, and your county, and all of that. Yeah. Um. They also provided medical clinics. They taught first aid and self-defense. They provided transportation to visit incarcerated individuals. Hmm. Um, they provided emergency response ambulances. I'm looking at you, 1960s fucking America. Why couldn't we provide adequate emergency services to black people? Nowadays. <laughs> um, and then the really cool thing is testing for sickle cell anemia, which is uh, predominantly found in African-American people. 
or black people, whichever word. Wow. Um, so they're they're more genetically predisposed to have it, and it's like fucking awful if you do. So they uh, they did testing to find it early. So that's super nifty. However, the media was like, "Fuck their free food." Um, this is a gang, and I hate them. And some of this—and they're communists. Oh, I'm getting there. Some of this was, um, some of this was caused by the dramatic appearances because um, peaceful protests obviously don't work, uh, and so they would appear armed. And like, there's a famous statue of Huey P. Lewis with. Uh, a spear in one hand and a gun in the other and it's like, you know, we're not taking shit anymore. Um, there um, obviously was some violence. Nothing is perfect. Uh, but however, hold on. Here we go. Here's where the communism comes in. The FBI really comes for them in the 1970s uh, trying to like infiltrate and infract the group and... Okay, so the FBI comes for them, and they're trying to infect them, mostly based on the fact that they just hate the fact that they are a proud black um, group. And that's when they really evolve into a democratic party, or a political party, um, like I said, trying to get people, black people, into the office. Um, they're, they're not complete angels. There was some violence. Um, Newton allegedly killed a police officer. He... I'll get into this more. He is sentenced and then released uh, through the appellate court. But all in all, there's like maybe four incidents of actual violence that happen. I mean, that it was in this article. I don't know all of history, but it definitely wasn't like as bad as they made it seem. Like right. armed people weren't walking through like the streets. They showed up to <laughs> protest. So even so. if they did, they're allowed to. Because of the NRA. And my favorite thing now is seeing like these fake commercials for the NRA where there's like a black man dressed up like a Black Panther in his like bullet vest mm-hmm. and the rednecks are very uncomfortable because he also has rights to carry that thing, whatever that thing is called. <laughs> Wild. Wild. White people are the only people I know that get offended by the same thing that they love. <laughs> Does that make uh-huh. sense? Yeah, that's like, the, the motto for 2020. Yeah. <laughs> you heard me. You heard it here first. That's White the same people. thing that they loved. <laughs> yeah. Be offended by what you love. Yeah. My favorite thing on Twitter now is uh, MAGA friends being like, these speeches at the RNC make me feel uncomfortable and I can't find out why. Someone's like, doesn't it sound kind of like a Hydra speech? And they're like, oh shit, are we the bad guys? Oh. Um, So the FBI gets into it, right? They come at them with what was called Quintilpuro, which stood for Counterintelligence Program. They officially label them communists and public enemy number one. Wild. How are these people communists? (laughs) Public enemy number one. Uh, the FBI attempts to dismantle them by weakening the group and ending the social programs, including free food for children. How dare you feed babies? Um, I don't know how they forcibly ended these programs, but again, it was the 1960s, so who knows? Yeah. In 1969, the Chicago police entered the apartment of the then Black Party, uh, Black Panther Party members, uh, Fred Hampton and Mark Clark. They killed them in their sleep. They entered the apartment and killed them in their sleep. 
I knew the name Fred Hampton sounded so familiar. It's wild. This like leads that... to... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I feel like that's one of the most popular, like, stories you hear out of the Black Panther, like, history. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. I mean, I don't know what else he did, but he got murdered in his sleep. <laughs> that's, well, that's not it. okay, that's no matter hard. what he did. Yeah. Um. This leads to a, over 100 bullet shootouts. The FBI was like, we didn't do it. Yeah. But a grand jury said that they played a large role in it. Unfortunately, this did lead to the beginning of the end and the Black Panther Party dissolved in 1982. Wow. There is... I'm not done, man. There's two more pages. <laughs> no, I know, but still, that's... Wow. Yeah. There is something called the new Black Panther Party that is not associated. It's not cool. Don't look it up. Um. Okay. Um, the Black Panther Party's like, no, we didn't do that. Thank you. Um, let's go back to our bros, Seal and Newton. Um, so let me, yep, this is the order. So Newton gets arrested, alluded to this earlier, in the 1970s. Um, he gets out because they said that, that there wasn't, he wasn't given the right due process. So they throw out his case, he gets out. Um, in the 1970s, in 1970, he then decides to take the Panthers in a new direction, focusing more on democratic socialism and ending hunger and poverty. So that was the new focus. However, in 1974, he's accused of murdering a 17-year-old sex worker and assaulting a tailor. Weird combination of stuff. Not really sure what happened there. Um, and decides to flee to Cuba to avoid arrest. Don't blame him. He returns, however, in 1977. He is tried. And uh, he's tried twice, and both of them end in locked jury, so he never serves any time for it. Okay, Not wait. What does Cuba, what is with Cuba and the Black Panthers? You remember Tupac's aunt? She oh, was yeah. arrested. She was a Black Panther. She was arrested, and she flew to Cuba. I mean, it's because you get immunity like, in Cuba. <laughs> I just thought it was weird that that was not the first Black Panther we've heard of that went to Cuba. Yeah, I think it's because Cuba won't extradite. Mm-hmm. So he comes back in 1977, ends up okay on whatever charges that could have been levied against him. This boss returns to school, earns a PhD in social philosophy at the University of California in Santa Cruz in 1980. Unfortunately, he does fall to drug and alcohol addiction issues, faces more problems with the law, and then was just shot in the street on August 22nd, 1989. Jeez. So, sorry, Newton. That's rough. On a more positive note, uh, Bobby Seale starts writing a book in 1968, so before even the Black Panthers dissolve, um, called The Seas of Time, Seize the Time, The Story of the Black Panther Party and Huey P. Newton. So he didn't like even put his name in the title, which I think is very cute. He was arrested while protesting at the Democratic National Convention under charges of consp- Hold on. This is literally like what it says. <laughs> Conspiracy to incite riots in a circus-like atmosphere. That's very specific. Yeah. And I've never been to a DNC, but circus-like is not the word that I would use. He does end up serving four years for contempt of court, which is not great, but was also tried for attempting to kill a fellow party member, and that ended in a hung jury. Now, it sounds awful that there are so many, like, party member on party member violence issues, um, but keep in mind the FBI were infiltrating and, like, trying to incite this kind of thing, and so they were killing anyone that they thought might be a police informant. Not great, but I can understand the stress they were under. 
He gets out of jail and renounces violence, reorganizes the party. 1973, he runs for and almost wins uh, mayorship of Oakland, California. He does not, though. The party dissolves and he starts writing, including a cookbook called Barbecuing with Bobby, which was published in 1987. What? Yeah. I want that. I want to barbecue with Bobby. Mm hmm. Um, he since returned to Oakland in 2002, he works with young activists. And he's currently focused on a climate change bill because he believes that it would introduce three to five million jobs that could be taken by black Americans. Way to go, Bobby Seal. Oh my god. A hero. A brief interlude on the Black Panther, the comic series. Very interesting. (laughs) Because they come... At the same time, so it is not clear which came first, the Black Panther Party or the Black Panther. Chicken or the egg situation. The Black Panther Party says that they chose to name themselves the Black Panther because Panthers, um, you can hit them once, they'll warn you. You can hit them twice, they'll warn you. But if you do it a third time, they're going to rip you to shreds. So that they were like, we're cool, we're fine, but we will strike back. And that's kind of the threat that they wanted to, to give and that kind of militant appearance that is Um, very cool the comic book writer was a white guy and the white guy was like i realized that my best friend was black and there were no black characters in my comic book and that wasn't cool so i was like wow a woke white guy um so he creates the black panther and he wanted to really shift away from the perspective that black people have always played in media and that is the help the backup the sidekick the matronly person, never the main character. So he invents Wakanda, which is where the Black Panther lives. He is the king of it, in case you're unaware of that great movie that came out. Uh, and the point is that Wakanda is the most socially, scientifically, mathematically, technologically advanced place on the planet. And, of course, it's run by black people. So that's a really cool like shift in perspective that they had never received before. And another reason why the Black Panther is super popular um, among that group. Um, Another really cool thing is that Wakanda is also focused on social welfare. You'll see that um, in the comics, it's always like, oh, let's go to Wakanda for help. And they help people. So that's wild. Black Panther's real cool. The Black Panther Party was fine. I don't understand why we have to make everyone a bad guy. And that is my story. I'm sticking to it. Part of it was, part of it's like, like when any group of people starts to get power like that and demand things from the government, kind of like Bernie Sanders and free healthcare and free college, like we realize that like, hey, that's very doable in this country and we deserve it. Um, They start putting out fake stuff. Um, that's not democratic socialism. That's just straight communism. And we uh-huh. can't have that here because rich people will lose money it's like five fucking people five people will have to pay i don't understand if we if we didn't have health insurance and there wouldn't be like health insurance companies so ceos wouldn't get it but you could purchase like additional health insurance kind of like car insurance you can get this is how it works in korea there's a government issued uh health care plan that covers most of your needs like day-to-day life and then you buy additional coverage if you can and if you want to for unexpected incidents. And there's something called cancer insurance, which is also right. called silver insurance. 
But yeah. So you just I cover mean, the additional. Like Yeah. See, that's what I'm like, thinking we should do here. That way they could still make some money. I mean, at least something better than like, oh, you've worked your entire life and now you're 60 and dying of cancer and you have to like literally spend every last penny and have debt when you die. Yeah. Sorry your grandma died of lymphoma. Here's their medical bill. Yeah. Um, Speaking of like them putting Black Panther as that kind of like lead role for the first time in comic books, uh, the original Night of the Living Dead had the first, I believe, the first Black lead uh, in a movie and he was like the main character and the hero through it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So... Yeah, and this is like why people get so mad that there's BET on TV, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> th- yeah, there's BET because there's no fucking black characters anywhere else. Like, oh God, give them one <laughs> channel, Jesus. Yeah, we have like four countries channels. Did you know that it's like AMC or not AMC? <laughs> Whoops. Uh, what <laughs> is it? I, look, I don't even know them anymore. CMT? I don't have TV. I don't. I see Netflix. CMT. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? That's a thing. TV? Country music tonight. Oh. Is it tonight? I'm like, it is tonight. TV? <laughs> That's tonight. <laughs> That's tonight. It's every night, baby. The country music TV is tonight. Look, I said it in my like Jewish Chicago voice, I but it. I was impersonating rednecks. Mm. Not the same. <laughs> we are not the same. <laughs> I like Chicago. Me too. I did too. I had a good time when I was there last. Wait, did you say that? Where did the Black Panther Party start? Was it Chicago? California. California. Yeah, we had Berkeley. They went there. <gasps> we went to school. What? What's up? Wasn't like Tupac kind of in that area too? Didn't he live in Berkeley? Um, he lived in Pop Quiz from two weeks ago. Sarasota is Florida. No. Uh, well, no, no. He definitely lived in California. Yeah, California. Right. God. But I remember an S name. Sacramento? Tupac. That's California. Right. Tupac. Santa something? Oh, God. Hold the on. The tie in here is Tupac was... The Child of Panthers. Well, yeah. You guys didn't catch that. You guys got mm-hmm. that. You're way smart. Yeah. Tupac briefly dated Madonna. It's mm-hmm. Just listen to two weeks ago's episode. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite it episode that I've really ever good. done. Well, I didn't do two weeks ago. I did last week. But anyways, you know what I mean? Oh, there's a hurricane coming. Well, not yeah, for me, but too. you know. Too. At least there's a... Are they coming together still? I thought they chilled. I don't oh, know. One of them's named Laura, and it just... I don't understand Earthy the human Laura. names for democracy. Yeah, hurricanes. this weekend it was like two hurricanes coming from different directions at the same time, which is not a good good thing. You but know, I think it's just Laura now. I think it's pretty dumb that we name hurricanes after people. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. Is it like, Laura from work or Laura the hurricane? We'll never know. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, like, being named Katrina? Yeah, Like, the first thing people think of is... Andrew? (laughs) I lived through Hurricane Andrew. Fun fact, I was in it. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I'm glad you made it through. I was one. Me too. Me too. You were one. Whoa. I was a baby. You survived I said I slept through it. 
tell you. I, I was born in the blizzard of 93. The blizzard of 93. <laughs> I remember I it like I, I was two seen... days old. Did that I blizzard happen everywhere? Because it happened in Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's that is definitely a Berenstein Bernstein Bears thing. <laughs> no, it really did. Like, like the blizzard of ninety three. It was like it must have hit the whole East Coast because it happened in like DC, it happened in Tennessee, it happened in Pennsylvania. And like we already had snow on the ground. Like we were sled riding that yeah. day and then it snowed. Like I got home from a sleepover. And it started snowing more and it snowed all night. And like we had like six feet by the time it was all said and done. I was literally burst the week before. Couldn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So fun story. The blizzard of 93 is actually also called the 1993 storm of the century. The 93 superstorm, the no name storm. Um, and it was a cyclonic storm that formed over the Gulf of Mexico. It's a it was a hurricane. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> that made its way to be snow boy. <laughs> the- <laughs> it just trailed the tappy up down to be snow boy. The snow boy of ninety three. The snow boy. And that is we've named the episode. Um, but it. It ranged from Canada to the Honduras, so that's <laughs> fucking wild. That's a snowman. No, no it's, it's a snowboy. Snow. <laughs> snowboy has grown. The lowest temperature was recorded at negative four degrees Fahrenheit. That's a snow dad. That's oh, snow it had daddy. fucking tornado. There were tornadoes involved. Oh my god! Florida okay, so- had an F two tornado <laughs> because think- of it. So the world was ending that year then, huh? Apparently. 2020, not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We do have fire tornadoes, though, so actually, maybe worse. Yeah. Yeah, luckily the fire tornado was short-lived, but... And then we've only got one hurricane instead of two, but it's going to be real bad. And it's supposed to rain all weekend. Not that I'm complaining. There are people who have to evacuate their homes, but it's just like... Woof, hurricanes. Let's calm it down. Wowzers. Dude, that's the only kind of horror movie I can't watch. And I do consider them horror movies. All you day after tomorrow people. That is the scariest fucking thing. Twister. I love Twister, but I've seen it I was about to once. Say, I love Twister. I've seen Twister once and I'll never watch it again. That shit is terrifying. The natural things that disasters. I can't control, like yeah. weather, natural disasters, and aliens. I can't fucking control that. And monkeys. You can't <laughs> control monkeys. You yeah. really can't though. <laughs> You Why really can't. I I don't know. I've not watched a natural. Dis- I love natural disaster movies. I think storms are really cool. However, I have not tried to watch one since a tornado passed within half a mile of our house. <laughs> yeah. So, question mark. Yeah. Uh, we took my sister. We were like driving my sister off the interstate, and I was like, "If you look to your left, that's where the tornado was." And, we, and then we turned right to go to my house. Swild. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I hate anyway. 2020. I don't want it anymore. Excuse me, I have this receipt. It's for uh, February 2020. And <laughs> even that was pretty rough. So if I could just get the 12 months compensated on like a gift card for 2021, that would be great. Here's the thing. I don't remember February. <laughs> <laughs> well, February there was something when bad Trump was happened. starting. Trump was starting to start World War Three. <laughs> oh, with the, the uh, fucking drone? Iran, yeah. yeah. Well, he killed. He drone shot into Iran, and then he pissed off North Korea as well. And isn't so. that when they start talking about murder hornets? 
Murder Hornets came after March because it was like we were cool from the pandemic. I think it was like May for Murder Hornets. And then the murder hornets backed off. Guys, we can judge our months by murder hornets, Tiger King, and oh yeah, Tiger King came out this year. Oh my God, that was <laughs> a lifetime ago. Yeah, literally, I feel like we've been doing this podcast for five years in a like six month span. Wait, did you see where Carol Baskin has refused to do uh, Tiger King the second documentary series if she doesn't get paid for it? Which, like, honestly, she didn't get paid her. for the first one. Yeah, she's like dumbass. You gonna you gonna pay me if I'm gonna sit here and talk about how much I love my cool cats and kittens? Yeah, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I this wish is there a PSA for everyone. A video of that that I could send to people whenever I'm feeling sassy. I listen. <laughs> about my cool I had a, fr- a friend from high school got his wife a uh, like a cameo from Carol Baskin for a birthday. Is that not super I weird? Know. I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't either. I'd be so excited. But while we I'll were house hunting, down for next I year. love famous people. It's so funny. <laughs> but while we were house hunting, though, we did pass a house in a neighborhood of a wow. How many times can I say house of a house that we toured? And it said it was just like a piece of printer paper on the door, and it was like honk if Carol Baskins killed her husband. I made John honk. He didn't get it. <laughs> he didn't watch Tiger King, so he didn't know what's going on. He was just like. Does she like car horns? Like actually, <laughs> it was one of those things where he was watching it over my shoulder, mm. and just like passing through the room. He was like, "Is that guy real?" I was like, yeah, like, real. <laughs> Am I hallucinating right <laughs> now? All of these people are real. <laughs> okay, but big question. We yeah. can end on this question if you guys want. Even sure, do it. Do you think? Yes. <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> I was like, Maisie's a mind reader. No. <laughs> Do you think that we are all in a collective dream? Yeah. One of our fever dreams was fucking <laughs> Joe Exotic. <laughs> this is a hundred percent a simulation. I'm, I'm leaning towards simulation, but I have to run inside for a second. But I'm still listening. Okay. Well, yeah, I def- I think that um, none of this is real. Uh, but it's been fun you know guys they're literally in the matrix and they're like what if tiger king tiger king everyone's like what's your what's your worst fear (laughs) it just creates itself (laughs) the world's man (laughs) run through president what's the thing in harry potter where they have to turn something scary the bogger We're just living inside of a bogger right now. Oh and it just God. keeps flinging weird shit at us. It's like a science experiment where they're like, watch how scared they get when we tell them there's two hurricanes. Okay, but we'll make it just one hurricane and then everyone will be okay with it. Last minute. Yeah. Guys, this is about to come full circle because it's aliens. No. Good night. Stop. Stop. <laughs> this is not full circle. This Pilot's is my helmet. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Oh my god, that's like my biggest fear. Like the <laughs> monsters are on Maple Street. Oh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, anyone watch Umbrella Academy season two? Oh, so good. No, so aliens good. are taking over the world. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you met an Umbrella Academy, and I was like, oh, no, no, not real. No, no. not. Well, well, I used to read well. it. It's <laughs> uh, very good. I like to blame Vanya for crop circles in there for a minute, though. It's pretty funny. <laughs> My dad blamed me for crop circles when I would mow, so 
That's funny. <laughs> that is such say. a witty dad joke. That is like the wittiest. <laughs> oh, <sir. laughs> Bye. 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 I forgot we were a podcast.